On this, the 31st episode of View the Right Thing, Wes and Steve take in their first anthology film. Not only that, but it's their first foreign anthology. Oh, it's also their first foreign anthology film nominated for the Academy Award for Best Foreign Film. Now, it's time to brush up on your Spanish and enjoy the vistas of Argentina in 2014's Wild Tales. And now, it's time for View the Right Thing. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat. Hey, welcome back to another episode of View the Right Thing. thing. How's it going, Steve? It's going all right. I was trying to do like uh, how sometimes in rap songs, like a guy will be rapping, but then another guy will be shouting certain words to back up. Oh yeah, yeah. The There's rapper, like every other word or whatever. So like, say it again. Uh, view, view the right thing. Okay. <laughs> sort of like that. Yeah. You Getting know a lot more into rap. You've been watching the Get Down too much. I have, and I miss it already. Is there such a thing as too much of the Get Down? Um, is there such a thing as too much of the get down? I don't know. I mean, I've watched every episode at least twice. Same here. Over the, over the months that it's been available. And, uh. I'm sad about it. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Word officially came through that it's not getting a, a, another season. Yeah. Baz Luhrmann couldn't commit to being there the whole season. So they were like, without you, There's it's no a no go. Wow. Deal breaker. What's that kid's name? Justice, uh. Justice Smith. Is it Smith? I believe so. Yeah. He's yeah. good. He's really good. He's got a viral video floating around written by our own uh, Nate Hartley. Does he really? Yeah. That's I'll try cool. to find it on uh, Twitter and retweet it again. It's pretty cool. Like uh, That's a kid I'd, I'd want to work with. Yeah. He does fine work. Yeah. And he's a he's a LMC. Is he really? I mean, they do all their own rapping. Uh, yeah. I mean... I don't know if he writes his Yeah, raps, I don't know if he wrote any of that, but... Either yeah, way, he still gets that flow going. He's a pretty great actor. Way to go, Justice Smith. I think he's in uh, Paper Towns also. That is correct. Is he one of the one of the friends that sings the Pokemon song? Probably. I mean, there's yeah. basically a trio of friends. Nat Wolf, Justice Smith, Austin Abrams. Mm-hmm. And then they pick up a couple of girls as they go on their adventure. Along the way, yeah. And uh, so I think they all sing the, the Pokemon theme song together. Oh, really? I thought it was just the... The three guys end up in the the tourist uh, stop, the, the abandoned tourist stop, and they go through the hole in the wall. Yeah. And they're scared, so they sing the Pokemon song. I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he's Good in stuff. that scene. He's, he's one of the three guys. One of the three guys. Uh, so it's been, it's been a couple weeks. It doesn't feel like a couple weeks. <laughs> you think it feels like yesterday that we were just sitting in these Everything. chairs? Everything... Everything feels like yesterday to me, man. I think... Um, the doctor just spanked me on the butt. Yeah? And I'm already at my own funeral. Wow. All of, all of time is just a great big mishmash for me. These a days. mishmash? A mishmash? I'm not getting enough sleep. Aw. I'm not getting enough Disneyland. Well, there's never enough Disneyland. I'm not getting enough coffee. You always seem like you are saying that you never get enough coffee. Well, yeah, because, you know, I try not to have too much coffee. Yeah. Because then that interferes with me getting even close to the right amount of sleep. Yeah. 
So I sort of have to hit a certain point in the day, completely stop with the coffee, in hopes that if I get to bed at a decent hour, I can fall straight to sleep. You understand. Sure, why not? Should we talk about, like, trailers we've seen recently? Yeah, let's talk about some trailers. Uh, Have you seen any trailers? (laughs) Well, I've been to the movies twice recently. Yeah. I saw... Alien Covenant. I still haven't seen it. There were some dope trailers on that, but there were so many that now I can't remember any of them. I'm going to make an effort. I'm going to make a commitment right now. I'm going to make an effort to go out and see more movies in the theater. I mean, do or don't. You have a really awesome setup here. I know. Watch movies here if you want to, you know? I know. We watched a movie here for our last episode that's available in theaters. That's true. Aftermath? Aftermath, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And, and Scoot McNeary. Scoot! Get to the tower! Get to the Scootin'. Get to the Scootin'. Um, yeah, I remember uh, I, I, I zipped out of my house real fast to catch Alien Covenant. And uh, saw it with good old Joey Martinez. And uh, at one point I remember him just saying like... These trailers have been on forever. And I don't mind. I like a lot of trailers. Mm-hmm. You know, I paid a lot to get into the movie theater. I want to see a lot of movie trailers. You want pomp and circumstance. You want the, you want the show. Sure. But now I can't remember which ones I saw. So there's, there's so many. a bit of a drawback. Um, the Arclight Pasadena is the theater I've been going to. The as ALP. And, uh, I don't and, think anybody calls it that, folks. And they only show like two, two maybe three trailers. And yeah. then, then they then they jump you into the movie. In That's some ways, cool. in some ways, it's good. I think I'd like to see, you know, four. I think four is a good number. Three's too few. Agreed. Five or six is too many. Four six feels is definitely too many. Five I could deal with, but four feels like five. If they were all just concise. long enough, yeah, just concise and. But oh boy, yeah, I, I, and I saw Guardians again. I still haven't seen the Thor trailer. Thor trailer, I love it, man. The more I think about it, the more I love it. Oh, man, I can't wait for that movie. The, uh, you know, when the words Thor Ragnarok come up at the end, Mm -hmm. and just, like, that font is just so, like, 80s, arcade, like, yeah, oh, I love it. And, uh, you know what song they're playing in the trailer, right? I don't know anything about it. Don't tell me anything about the trailer. I refuse to watch it online. I'm going to see it for the first time in the theater, or I'll be sitting there watching Thor Ragnarok. It, it might be one of my favorite trailers ever. Oh. Which, which is pretty much what happened to me for a couple of movies. Superman was that way, or Man of Steel, and something else, where I kept trying to go see the trailer, and uh, I never saw it. And the movie came out. That was the wow. That was it. You never saw the trailer for Man of Steel. I saw the very first teaser where they had um, Kevin Costner. It was like. A shot of the cornfield, yeah. And Kevin Costner was just talking over it. I think right. they did two versions. They did one where it was uh, Russell Crowe talking over it, and one where they did Kevin Costner. I saw the Kevin Costner one, cool. um, but that didn't really feature. That featured like one shot from the movie. Yeah, just like the the jet stream thing. Yeah. Or yeah. Something. I mean, the movie's what four years old. I think we can talk about Man of Steel. Over yeah, I can't movie. remember exactly. I just remember it was the cornfield, but. Uh, yeah, and then after that, like, I kept trying. Like, I would go and see, um, you know, like various Warner Brothers movies, hoping I would see a trailer. And yeah, I think I even went and saw the Hobbit movie. 
Oh, yeah. I think it was right around the same time because I had heard that there was a trailer attached to The Hobbit. And so I went and saw The Hobbit. And I'm not a Lord of the Rings fan, so for me to just be like, I'm going to go see The Hobbit is a big deal. So I went and saw The Hobbit and uh, no trailer. No trailer. It's pretty disappointing. Man of Steel on that Hobbit movie. Speaking of Warner Brothers and the DC universe. Well, hold on. Let's, let's, Let's... Let's get into movie news in a second. Well, I'm just going to make one little thing, and that is we are days away from Wonder Woman. I know. Well, let's That's get all. to it in a minute. That's let's, all I'm going to we'll say. We'll talk about Wonder Woman in a minute. Well, we haven't seen it, so we can't talk about it. We can talk a little bit about the controversy in this, to what's oh, going on. yeah. Um, I don't even know if I want to. So... I understand. So, uh, I saw a trailer for a movie called The Glass Castle. Whoa, yeah? With uh, Brie Larson. I love her. Academy Award winner Brie Larson. Academy Award nominee Woody Harrelson. Academy Award nominee Naomi Watts. Wow. And it's um, a story that's told... Um, I, I don't think it's present day. I think it takes place like the, the present day portion of it is the 80s maybe. Yeah. And then, um, then there's also the past. So it's like these little girls growing up with their family who's constantly moving because the family keeps losing jobs and things like that. Mm, and the parents are like real carefree and kind of hippie-ish. Yeah. Um, and just sort of the drama and chaos that that created in their lives of these girls growing up and sort of how that affected them as adults. Sure. Uh, it looks really good. It looks like glass castle. It looks beautifully shot. The performances look great. Uh, it looks like it'll be a fun, like, uh, emotional journey. All right. So it's not just about Lily Sobieski, star of The Glass House. No. Just moving to a much nicer... Just moving to a bigger glass house? Glass domicile. I'll say it. I'm not an expert in castle building, but glass seems like the wrong material to use. Well, did you see, uh, what was that? Um, the show? The remake of The 13 Ghosts? I did see the remake of and that The was like That whole house is all plexiglass. Yeah, there was a lot of glass inside, but they... It was that thick, real thick plexiglass, though. Yeah, but they did that specifically as a means of trapping ghosts. Right. Which was interesting. Right. I should... Not a huge fan of that movie, but, uh, you know, it's got some wild ideas going on. Yeah, I'm trying to, like, stop my chair from... You got a squeaky chair? Well, I lean back sometimes, and I need to not do that when we're recording. I mean, I'm not going to get mad at you, bro. We're only human. It just makes so much noise. Um, I saw a trailer for uh, Logan Lucky. Logan Lucky, starring uh, Channing Tatum and Adam Driver. And uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel And I mean, like, there was a lot of people in that movie. Yeah, I remember, um, I actually just saw the trailer last night as I was going to bed, and I remember thinking, oh, she's in this? Oh, he's in this? Oh, he and she are in this? Directed by Steven Ooh. Soderbergh. I like the sound of that, man. Soderbergh does cool stuff. Seth MacFarlane. Of Family Guy fame. Sebastian Stan. Of uh, The Winter Soldier fame. Katie Holmes. Of Dawson's Creek and The Gift fame. Uh, you know, and Batman Begins. Oh yeah, she was in Batman Begins. Hilary Swank. Hilary Swank of Boys Don't Cry and the next Karate Kid fame. Yeah. Not to mention so much other stuff. Doesn't she have two Oscars? Uh, I feel like she has an Oscar for Boys Don't Cry and Million Dollar Baby, doesn't she? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's wild. Way to go, Hillary Swank. David yes. Denman. If you're still single, so am I. David Denman, hang on. Mm-hmm. 
David Denman. Roy from The Office. Roy from The Office. Booyah. Jim. I was on set with that guy once and I was too shy to say hello. Aw. Jim O'Hare. Jim O'Hare. Oh my God, it's ringing a bell. Of I can't picture his face though. Parks and Rec fame. Who's he in Parks and Rec? He's, uh, what's the guy's name? Larry? Jim O'Hare. Uh, the guy that they always get his name wrong. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, first he's Jerry, then he's... It's really Larry, Larry though, isn't it? Larry. Yeah, like it's really Larry. Yeah. But they keep switching it every couple seasons because they learn something new about him. But I think ultimately it's really Larry. Yeah, I think it's really Larry. But even when they learn it's really Larry, they all start calling him Gary. It's so... It's, it's funny. I love it. Dwight Yoakam? Dwight Yoakam, the country legend who became star of uh, Sling Blade and Crank. Yeah. Among many other things. He's in plenty of stuff. Good old Dwight Yoakam. Riley Kia. Kia. Oh, right. I don't know what else she's in, but I remember seeing her in the trailer and going, She's in yeah. uh, Mad Max Fury Road. She is? She's one of the girls in the... One of the, uh, one of the escapees. One of the, yeah. One of the wives. And then uh, Catherine... Waterston from Fantastic Beasts. Catherine Deneuve. Oh, right. Alien Covenant. And Inherent Vice. And Inherent Vice. Okay. Have you watched Inherent Vice? I I have. You're going to see Catherine Waterston do some things. Do some things? And it's, you know, don't send the kids to bed before you start watching Inherent Vice. Also, don't watch it late at night because you'll fall asleep. There's a little bit of that going on. It's very slow. It's the kind of movie that, like, watch it on your lunch break if you've got nothing else to do after your lunch break. I love Paul Thomas Anderson. I do, too. Love Paul Thomas Anderson. That movie's really slow. Yeah, it happens, you know. They can't all be Boogie Nights. Yeah, not my favorite of his. They can't all be... Magnolia. Magnolia. There will I, be blood. I need, to re- I need to rewatch Magnolia. I like Magnolia a lot. I've, I've seen There Will Be Blood a lot, and guess what? I'll see it a lot more, because I love that movie. I'll tell you how much I like... Magnolia. Yeah. That's a three-hour movie. Right. I saw it five times in the theater. Whoa. In the theater. And now, and you know I don't go re-watch movies in the theater right. a lot. Right. I, I hear you loud and clear. Magnolia is widely agreed upon, agreed upon to be a very great movie. There's just so much going on in there with like the Bible verse and stuff. Just yeah. You're not wrong. All the man. numbers showing up over and over again. I like going, I like watching that movie and watching for... The, the numbers. All I need is a two. All I need is a two. That is an eight. I don't remember that scene. It's in the opening when he's telling the, the stories about the about the gambler. About the gambler? Yeah, he tells he tells a few quick stories about um, See, coincidence. Okay, I kind of remember that. And the guy who's a gambler and he's a, a pilot... Who uh, does the forest fire? Oh right, yeah, and his plane has the numbers on it as well. Yeah, see, I just got to completely rewatch Magnolia. It's pretty great. I'd rewatch it with you, and I'd be like, I'll point out, I'll point out every time the numbers show up. Nice, I love it. Um, 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 where were we? Oh, the lucky, the lucky Logan. Yeah, we were talking about shows. I think we move on to movie news. All right, people are jerks. People are jerks, but why this Wonder time? Woman. Yeah, people are being jerky about Wonder Woman, People dog. need to just calm down. The movie's going to come out. People get to see it. Everybody gets to see it. Opening day or any day after. Mm-hmm. 
But what's the controversy? The, there's women-only screenings, and there's some there are bitchy dudes few, that... There are a small, small, small handful of women-only screenings happening. Yeah. And I think it's a great idea. There are... I'm thinking of putting on an orange vest and going and hanging out in front of my nearest one and just being like, I'm here to... There are more to walk you in. whiny, bitchy dudes than there Call are... Call them wimpy dudes. You know? Because no. bitch gets used as a derogatory term Toward, Towards women, women which so is... let's not... Well, what I was trying to do, I, was, I guess I was thinking like, you know, use their the term that they use against them. Sure. Kind of a thing. But... All right, whatever. I mean... See that you you're not wrong. It's like it's 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 a tangled, it's a double edged sword. Regardless, there's these. I mean, I want to call them something else. Yeah, but I don't. I don't need to drop. Like them. when I want to insult it, I don't want to drop a p bomb on them. Sure, but I just call them wimpies, or diaper babies. Yeah, or man children. They're not even man children. Ninnies. ninnies. They're just. Uh, I don't know, crybabies. Yeah, the the point is that... They're afraid of women is what it is. Yeah, um, they're afraid to let women into their club is the thing. And that's that's been a thing with comic books and comic book related stuff for a long time. Is that dudes have felt like this was their club and there were no girls allowed. And they just needed to shut the F up and deal with it. I, I I think we should do an episode of You the Right Thing where you and I... Just take, you know, we step back and let a couple women take over for us. I'm absolutely down for that. I worry that by the time we get that that recorded, people won't, like, see the point. So? Why do we need a point? Well, I mean, we're trying to, like, show our solidarity with the ladies. All right. So we do it. No matter, you know, just because it might not be timely. Let's find it. Let's find a couple. Let's find a couple of women who uh, like movies that'll... Do take over for us. My phone. Oh, that guy over there. Chill out. I'm getting I'm getting texts involving my money, so it's like I kind of got to keep an eye on them. Money's all right. So uh, that's that's only movie news that I really yeah think of off the um, top of my head. And dudes, if you're listening to this and you're like, Wonder Woman shouldn't be having women only screenings. This is what I'm gonna say. Relax. And go to an everybody welcome screening and just get on with your life. When they make, you know, an, a, an a-hole douchebag celebratory film, you can have an all-douchebag-only screening. Right. And all, and we won't say a thing. Right. Like when, uh, when uh, Tucker Max's I Hope They Serve Beer in Hell came out, if there had been a dudes-only screening of that, women would not have complained. So, like, let's all just chill. When we can go five solid years without hearing, like, a, a, a Brock uh, Turner story. Wait, what's his name? The, the swim team rapist kid, Brock. Mm. Whatever that kid's last name is. I don't know that guy's name. I put that guy can, on my when we, when we can go a good solid five years about not hearing about a terrible kid like that. Or not hearing about, like, female cosplayers being groped at Comic-Con. Or not hearing about, like, you know... People being, like, objectified so hard that, like, they're committing suicide. Then I'll listen to complaints about a women-only Wonder Woman screening. But until those five years can accumulate, I say, go for it, women. Have as many women-only things as you want. Or, you know, actresses like Gal Gadot 
making as much as Ben Affleck when they do their superhero films. You know? Gal Gadot. All right, there's that too. Do we know what she's getting paid? She's not getting paid Ben Affleck money. Yeah. Well, that's a tricky situation. She might not be getting paid Chris Pine money. Maybe. But also there's this. Gal Gadot, as awesome as she is, she really hasn't been in as many movies as those guys That's have been in. That's not the point, though. I understand what you're saying. You headline that movie, and it's a Wonder Woman movie, and you're playing Wonder Woman. And I hear that she is Wonder Woman. I, sure. I, I hear that she's like... And that's great. Flawless in the role. And I hope that I want all of that to be true. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, I mean, Chris Pine, Affleck, these guys have been starring in movies for a whole lot longer, a whole lot more movies. So sure, she's not going to make Ben Affleck money, I, okay. but, I, but I also understand where you're coming from. I am a fan of equal pay. I want to say that. Yeah. I'm a fan of equal pay. However, do we know that Gal Gadot, as awesome and stunning as she is, you know, is she going to be able to pull? I'm, I'm, I'm sure she is. But it's just that's you know, it's it's not like it's not like Ben Affleck has been working for the same studio and getting raises over the last fifteen years. It's not sure. like a normal job. That's right. The, that's the the problem with the argument. I, and, and I love you, and I think it, what you're saying sort of makes sense. But the problem with that argument is that it's not like a normal job where you put in a whole bunch of time and you right. get a bunch of raises. It's not that way. Right. It's, you know, do you put do you put in the work? Do you headline the thing? Right. And she does. And so She, she does, she, that's true. It shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter if she's you know, new on the scene or not. Yeah, but also Studios got to save money. She doesn't have yeah, the clout like Affleck has to be like, hey, I've got uh, what two Oscars now, maybe three. Who gives it? It doesn't matter. I hear you. Here's what. Here's why I'm it doesn't just matter. Here's, showing you this is their justification. No, because when Wonder Woman does more money, yes. than Batman versus Superman, yes, then it, it's still not going to matter. She's still not going to make Batman money. She's that's, still not going to make that's Ben sad, Affleck money. But true. That's it. But maybe then, hopefully, on her next movie, she'll be able to. I don't that's, think she will. That's the most hopeful. No, that's my point. Right that's my point is that she's going to do more box office business yeah. on this movie, and she's still, after this, not going to make Ben Affleck money. Hmm. If, you know, what's been happening for the last hundred years of film. It takes time to undo a hundred years of BS, man. I don't think I'm so. Not, I'm not telling you it's right. I'm telling you that's just, just do what's it. happening right just now. Just do it, Hollywood. I'm just telling you, you know, there's there's what's right and then there's what is. And unfortunately, that's what is. And people are working to take to shift it from what is to what's right. And I salute those people. Mm. Where were we? Wonder Woman? Mm-hmm. Should we talk about the Green Ranger almost getting assassinated? The Green Ranger? Somebody somebody tried to murder former star of Power Rangers, Jason David Frank. I don't, I don't know anything about this. I don't know anything about Power Rangers. Nothing at all? I mean, I, I've, I've seen clips of the TV series. All right, so when Power Rangers first came to America... You, you, know, you don't have to go into history of it, I don't think. Well, you know, there's red, yellow, pink, Okay, I get blue, that there's a Green black. Ranger. I get it. Then a little later, this Green Ranger shows up. Starts off as a bad guy, gets turned into a good guy. The dude who played that guy also went on to play the White Ranger in later episodes. (gasps) 
Um, and he, uh, you know, he's a cool guy. He's he's kind of one of the more like uh, still still visible of the old Power Rangers crew. He makes sure to uh, you know keep himself in the headlines. He was doing MMA recently, I think. Uh, apparently, this weekend at San Diego Comic Con, he was due to appear, and some nut showed up, uh, hoping to assassinate him. If it counts as an assassination, if there's not a political thing involved, I don't murder know. Murder him? Okay. But the guy was hoping to murder him, and uh, why? security managed to stop stop it. I have no idea why. How is he um, going to murder him? Like, shoot him? Uh, that is probably the case. All I know is, like, he gave a press conference. Green Ranger did. Was, they were as all, the Green Ranger? They were all very vague about the details. I think it happened mere hours after this guy got busted. From what I could understand, Green Ranger... <laughs> Was, like keep Green Ranger. was running late for his appearance there. Mm-hmm. And this stalker who was going to, hopefully, who was, who was going there hoping to murder him, wound up showing up very early and set off way too many red flags with whatever he was trying to carry in there. And so they managed to bust him. Um, but this guy was claiming that he, like, stabbed the Green Ranger 15 years ago and all this stuff. And Green Ranger's in his press conference, like... I've clearly never been stabbed. <laughs> like, you can check my body and my medical records. and Yeah. You know, so it sounds like some, some poor soul has gone off the deep end and he thinks he needs to take it out on the Green Ranger. Hmm. Uh, Tommy, we salute you. I can't remember his real name. Um, I feel like the biggest jackass. But then again, like a, I don't care that much about the Power Rangers. What's his name? Uh, the Jodie Foster Reagan... Well, that was uh, John Hinckley. John Hinckley. It's a John Hinckley kind of... It definitely is a John Hinckley kind of thing. There was a comedian back in the 80s who had a joke about, like, um, I just did it to impress Jodie Foster. But now I can't remember who he was either. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, these, these stalkers, man, they get these wild ideas in their head. And hopefully, they all get caught before something terrible happens. Unfortunately, there are already incidences from history where they don't get caught before something terrible happens. I worked on a movie yeah. where um, there was an actor or actress. Yeah. I'm going to be vague here. Be vague. Who um, had to be booked, fly in and be booked under a different name, under a pseudonym, because they had a stalker. Wow. Um, for a long time. A long time. Yikes. I can't imagine, like, having to, like, live like that. Right. Not being able to travel under your own name. You can't stay in a hotel under your own name. Right. I don't want to say who it was. That's okay. Or what gender the person was. worry about some creep. Yeah. Did you ever watch I Think We're Alone Now? Maybe we've even discussed this. I don't think I have seen that. It is a very short documentary. I think it's under 50 oh, we minutes. Did. Oh, I have seen that. Yeah. It is really it, short. You might have even recommended that to me. Maybe. It's, it's pretty good. But yeah, it's about two people who are 100% obsessed with yeah. one hit wonder 80s pop star, Tiffany. Now, don't get me wrong. Tiffany's a beautiful wonder. woman. But she had I Think We're Alone Now, and what else? I don't know. I bet we could look something I up. I don't know either. But, uh, but yeah, you know, there's... Uh, Look, if you're out there and you're thinking of stalking anybody, just please get the help you need. Talk to a okay. psychologist. They can point you in the right direction. Start feeling good about you, then you won't need to stalk anybody else. Yeah. Did you just stop recording while I ranted? No. I'm no, just kidding. I'm messing with not you. Not at all. I mean, I thought about it. Have you been to anything else recently in theaters? I have not. That's okay. 
I keep meaning to go see something, and I just... What about, like, movies that maybe you haven't seen that you've caught up on lately? Um, like, I watched Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome no. while I worked this morning. I, I caught up on TV. Sh- I've been catching up on TV shows That's mostly. okay. Um, so we, we're not TV podcasts, but no. uh, I did I did fin- finally um, watch uh, the last half of the Dear White People series Oh, on I still haven't watched any of that. I like it. I liked the movie okay. I liked the show better. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, I, there was one episode, I think it was the sixth episode of the season, and I was like blown away by how expertly crafted the episode was. Cool. And then Up Pops at the end, directed by Barry Jenkins, director of Moonlight. Whoa. Yeah. That's pretty rad. Yeah. I'm a big fan of that guy right now. Barry Jenkins, you're doing it, buddy. He really is. Keep doing it. Can't wait to see what he does next. Feel free to cast me and Wes in something if you feel. <laughs> I, I don't need to be cast in anything. I but do. But I, I, I like to just like sit behind him and watch him work though, because he's a really, really smart director. Yeah. Smart writer, smart director. Barry Jenkins. That's pretty cool. I uh, I uh, I'm a little caught up on TV. I started digging into Riverdale. Yeah. I love... Um, On my recommendation. I love the lady who plays Hermione Lodge. Um, pretty cool that Majin Amick is in there. Luke Perry. How Skidora. far in are you? That's all cool. I think maybe... Skeet Ulrich, so you're, you're five or six episodes in probably. Yeah, I think six. Yeah. I think so. That, that episode was Skeet Ulrich. Um, that was, that's a good reveal. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. I saw, uh, I saw a, a guy get beat up on a construction site, so... I'm a few in and I only got a few left... Um, I'm behind on Veep and Silicon Valley, which is breaking my heart. Now I'm only one day behind, but still, I love those shows desperately. I desperately love those shows. Um, new season of Fargo is outstanding, just like seasons one and two. Yeah, I'm not a. I know. I had this conversation. I understand, but I'm telling you, I, I'm great. glad that you're enjoying it. It's great. Starring uh, uh, Ewan McGregor as twin brothers and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. All right. I think we've had a discussion about that already. I know, but I just love it so much. I'm caught up on Better Call Saul. Let's talk movies. What movie did we watch for this episode? We watched um, a movie I was really, really excited about because I really wanted you to see it. It was pretty cool. Um, It's an Argentinian film. Argentinian? It was nominated for... Um, best foreign film at the Academy Awards. Oh yeah, yeah. It's the Academy Award nominee, Wild Tales. Wild Tales. That's a W and a T. Wild Tales. Yeah, it was a pretty cool movie. I uh, didn't know a lot about it going in. I'm not even sure if I knew that it was a foreign film. But uh, yeah, it was pretty entertaining. Kept you guessing. Did a good job of keeping you guessing. Now this was uh, this counts as what an anthology movie they call it, right? Because it's uh, it's one movie, but it's really five short films. Um, none of the people in the short films seem to be related to each other in any way, and they are about five very different stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say is the common thread between the stories? Is it is it violence? Is it revenge? Is it? Well, it's uh, all in the it's all in the opening credits, man. What was the what was the commonality in the opening credits when you saw their names? 
the bunch of wild animals. Yeah, we're all just animals, man. At I the, guess so. Yeah. When you when you push when you push somebody too far, they just be, they just revert to their animalistic nature, and I think that's sort of the. Well, but that's not true of the guy whose car keeps getting towed. Yeah, he, he, he gets pushed. He gets pushed so far that he, that he. But he acts out in a way that an animal could never act out. He acts out in violence. He does, but it's a very controlled violence. Well, yeah, some animals just nip at you, and some animals actually draw blood. Yeah, I guess that's true. You know, some some give fire a warning shot. I said across her nose, not up it. Um, but yeah, most of them are very violent. Uh, Backlash, uh, you know. I mean, one has revenge that... They're all kind of revenge. They're all pretty much revenge. Well, yeah. except, except you know, the lawyer one is... I mean, it ultimately becomes a, a story of revenge, but we're focusing on the completely other yeah. side of the story it's where we're not the, seeing the revenge. Right, and... and uh, revenge! Well, yeah, so we see revenge at the end of that. Yeah. That story, but also there's sort of this thing where the um, the the father is being extorted. Yeah, true. And um, he sort of gets his not revenge exactly, but kind of he yeah. he like pulls his he pulls away from the extortionists yeah. and, and makes them scramble and makes them desperate. Yeah, which then, you should have done from the beginning. Yeah, parents, and, let your kids go to jail. If they mess up badly enough to yeah. deserve jail, it's you know it's an ugly truth. But all this affluenza nonsense. Did you ever see the movie Affluenza? I did not. Not exactly similar to what uh, was going on up there, but you know, we've heard tales of affluenza in the last few years, and that's what this kid was dealing with in this short. Right. He was a rich kid. He never dealt with any consequences. And now he messed up so badly and his family's like, oh no, he can't handle jail. We've got to protect him from jail. And things go wrong. Yeah. They're all sort of about um, blowing up your reality as well. Sure. Um, I can agree with that. Some some in, in very real ways. Uh, there's, I guess, an implied explosion with the uh, first intro Short. Oh gosh, yeah. That's how great is that? That's great. What short. A, what a great way to open a movie. It's it's funny. It's uh, you know it definitely definitely has a lot of surprises in it. Although I do have one really huge gripe with that scene. Yeah. The lead actress, who we're following, you know, into the plane and whatnot. She's putting her bag up in carry on, and the guy comes along in the headphones. Uh huh. And you know she moves out of his way. And lets him go by. But she doesn't really look at him. I feel like she did really. She, she only kind of glances at him. But really? you can see that he recognizes her. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. There's another... There's I, no... I feel like she really looked at him and they didn't seem to acknowledge each other in the way that they should have. I really think he should have acknowledged her a whole lot more than she acknowledged him. But I don't want to spoil too much, so folks, well, I think watch also, Wild Tales, you'll get it. I think there's also this thing between the two of those characters who um, they've done something that they shouldn't have done. See, I and didn't so feel they kind that of at like, all. Well, it's, it's explained through dialogue. Yeah, it's explained later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the point is that if you 
did something bad with somebody, maybe you don't want to talk to that person anymore. Like, maybe you, like, you're ashamed of that thing. Yeah. I think, I think, okay, let's just flat out say it. So, she cheated yeah, on true. her boyfriend. you should have watched it. She, che- she cheated on her boyfriend with this guy. Right. And I see, I can see it being very believable that if they did this, like, one-time thing, and they don't talk anymore, and they wouldn't want to communicate with each other because yeah. they tore apart this this innocent right. human being um, that they wouldn't want to make a big deal about seeing each other. You might just want to move on. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. Um, yeah, I just like how it like it starts really simply with two people who know the same person, then another, then another, then another, then another. Just uh, And if you notice um, when uh, she says... Um, when she says his name, yes, he walks by her. Gabriel Pasternak. He does. He does. You can see him walk by, holding the coffee tray, and he goes into the to the um, cockpit. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I didn't know it because I wasn't expecting to be. You weren't looking, looking for, for it. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Why did my IMDb page just go away from the wild tone? That's page? Um, so then we had the second story with the, um, the mafioso guy who shows up at the diner. Oh, right. I almost completely forgot about that story. I thought it went straight to the guys on the road. Yes. The mafioso in the diner. And it's interesting because the, they're all, they're all kind of, ooh, somebody's playing some music loud outside. They're all kind of stories that you can kind of relate to in some ways, right? Sure. You can relate to, you know, whether you're Gabriel Pasternak or the people who know a Gabriel Pasternak. Yeah. They're all like, you know, oh, I tried out for this thing and I didn't make it and and my dream was crushed. Yeah. Or I had a, a lover who cheated on me or I had this. So, you, you know, they're all like really simple, believable things. And then you have this this next story where... The the history, the backstory is yeah. something big. But at its heart it starts with a guy who comes into a diner and he's just so freaking rude. Such a jerk. And you immediately hate him. And anybody that's worked in the food service industry has had that happen. Mm-hmm. So it's um you immediately kind of get on the side of the of the waitress. I sure do. And the cook. <laughs> the cook. The what cook's pretty great. And then uh and then you have the drivers. The drivers, yeah. Road rage doesn't pay, folks. If you're listening to this, yeah. next time you think about raging on somebody on the road, just don't bother. Yeah. You and I, we live in Southern California. Yeah. So any car is road rageable. Is road rageable, but also might have guns in it of who know how, how have, many numbers. It can have guns, and we, we work in an industry in a town uh, full of networking. Right. More so than maybe any other industry. Right. <laughs> and, uh, so it just it doesn't you might, pay to road rage, folks. Yeah, you might, uh, you might piss off some director that you're trying to get a part in his thing. Or some casting director or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I like that one as well. It's just like so absurd, the guy getting up on top of the guy's car and yeah. taking a crap on it. But I love the way that one ends. I thought that was very funny. The crime of passion. Yeah. yeah. Holding each other. Aww. Uh, then what would we have next? The bomb? 
Bomb disposal? I think, or yeah, bomb, uh, it's a bomb disposal. The that engineer. was a very long one. It was a long one. I like that one a lot, though. Um, I like how that one ends. Yeah. Um, I think that's a funny ending. And but again, like, everybody's been in this that position where... Um, I mean, I feel like I'm constantly in that position. I use, like, services like Amazon or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just constantly like, no, you're doing the wrong thing, and you're making me pay for it. Right. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, it's a small problem that's really not worth stressing out. And I, I and, the, and And a guy tells him that when they're waiting in line at the DMV. He's like, you know, you can just pay for it and relax, or you can go on and have a heart attack about right. it. Right. Um, I'm certainly mostly more of the pay for it and relax mindset, but I also try to just avoid situations that are going to make me have to pay for it anyway. Yeah. Like, you know me. I'm a very, very prompt guy. (laughs) And part of me being so prompt means I have to show up at a location an hour early in Los Angeles in order to look for legal parking because parking is organized crime in Los Angeles. And I gotta make sure my car isn't gonna get towed. Knock on wood. The wink, uh, the inside joke nudge. here is that Steve is not prompt for much. I'm gonna be late to my own funeral, folks. I've I've accepted it. I've accepted it. I'm looking up the lead actress from the airplane scene, and I'm falling in love. The next one was the kid who hit the pregnant woman, right? Yeah, um, uh, Mauricio. Yeah, it's funny. Like every time, it seems like when this, when a lot of them start, yeah, you kind of like, ah, I don't know if I'm interested in this, right. and then all of a sudden they hook you. You know, like the driver one, it's like a dude driving to music, and on it's a, on a very empty road. Yeah, it's just kind of boring, and then and then all of a sudden it's super super engaging. Um, same thing with the uh, the bomb guy, the engineer. You yeah. know, he's. It's cool. The, the they blow up that building for real, which is cool. Yeah, um, it was intense. But uh, then it's like very mundane, like talking to your wife and going to the office to check emails, and then going picking to up the a cake, picking up a cake, a really which is important. That's the one thread. That's yeah. the one thing that ties any of these together. Cake. The cake. Really. The wedding cake from the final sure thing is. Is in that shop. That's the only thing that ties any of them together. Oh wow! Okay, I thought um, you meant there was cake in every scene. No, like, no, 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 no. Uh, no, and they're something. not. Yeah, they're not all tied together. But that—that's those two are tied together. I get in you. that way. I understand. Um, yeah, their wedding cake is in the in the window. That's fun. In the background. Um, Romina's wedding cake. Yeah. So the the um, the one where the kid sh- drives back and the license plate is askew and all bloody. Yeah. I was like, ah, this is kind of boring. But then it becomes really really interesting once you know three or four people are involved. It it becomes very very engaging. And at first yeah. you you kind of feel bad for Jose. I feel very bad for Jose. But Jose like. Becomes a very willing participant, and he just becomes greedy. Like, That's also true. You know, Jose's Jose's seeing an op- he's becoming an opportunist in yeah. this moment because he could say no. He could very easily say no, but instead he says, "Well, more," and then things go bad for Jose. Yeah, well, it's one less guy to pay. True that. Oh, wild tales! Those were some wild tales. I uh, I enjoyed them all pretty thoroughly. I I was well, yeah, the getting wedding. bored with the wedding. wedding one. 
Oh, yeah. I'm going to say this. That was the most annoying wedding I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, I understand it's a movie. Could you imagine, though, like... If I was ever at a wedding that annoying, I'd, I'd be out, dude. You mean, like, you mean prior to all the shenanigans? Just all the dance club lights. Oh, I, if, oh I, yeah. if, the, if I got there and the shenanigans started, I'd be like, okay. Yeah, we're worried for something. But the dance club lights and the super annoying DJ and that band looked like they were trying to become the next Ringling Brothers Circus... I was just like, no, I'm I'm going home. I'm taking my tie off, and I'm out of that wedding, man. That that the, thing looked so annoying. There's something really fun about that, um, about the wedding, in that you know we're talking about how we've all kind of been there, whether it's you know having your car towed or right. or whatever it is uh, in all these stories. But that last one is less I've been there and more almost like wish fulfillment. Sure. Like, nobody wants to have their wedding ruined. No. But everybody kind of wants to see like a drunk best man give a, a bad toast. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, everybody kind of wants to see chaos at a wedding because it's so like inane. Weddings are just kind of just... I don't know that I've ever wanted to see chaos at a wedding. I guess I A little part of me know. does. Like, uh, when you're at a wedding, you want some excitement. To I don't happen. want anyone's lives to be ruined. Certainly not. Um, certainly, you, you certainly don't get, want what happens in this thing yeah, to happen to anyone. But I don't want anyone to get thrown into a mirror. But 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 the the conception of of such chaos at such a um, like pristine and happy and kind of fairy tale ish. Sure, we put so much pressure on the idea of weddings. I remember we were watching that upstairs, and um, and I was thinking, like, man, I'm really... They're, they're going and taking photos at every table. Yeah. And I was like, God, that looks so exhausting. I'm glad I didn't have to yeah, do yeah. that. We we had, like, a, a really short ceremony and uh, an incredibly fast reception, and Desi and I were the first people to leave. We were like, we're out. Wow, really? And, yeah, and um, my groom's been cleaned up and, wow. had, like, folded up all the chairs and... That's very nice of them. Make sure, well, you know. Way to go, the groomsmen. Yep. We weren't super demanding, you know. It was There you go. We didn't do, like, a big to-do. Yeah. It was a small thing anyways, but... Yeah, so, uh, you know, I think a little piece of... A lot of people kind of want to see. I'm not getting married until I can afford a full janitorial staff. Yeah? To just be there. A guy with a mop and bucket in every corner. What kind of um, wedding are you going to have? I don't know yet, bro. But a mop and bucket in every corner? I'm going to have a mop and bucketeer in every corner. It sounds like you kind of know what kind of wedding you're going to have. have. I'm going to have like at least three dogs just patrolling, eating food off the floor. Yeah. Um, I hope I get invited to that wedding. I imagine you will be. I hope so. Um, It might be in Pennsylvania. Who knows? I'll go to Pennsylvania. For you? That's another thing. I can go to Pennsylvania for you. I gotta get married when I can afford to have a wedding here so that my LA friends don't have to travel and then go fake a wedding in Pennsylvania so that side of the country. Go have the real wedding. I mean, what what is real about LA? Go have the real wedding with your family in Pennsylvania. Have the fake wedding here. There you go. All right. Because it's already fake here. Everything's fake here. Rock and roll. Okay. Glad you see it. I'll I'll go to Pennsylvania. I've never been. You're not missing much, man. I want to have a real Philly <laughs> cheesesteak. Uh, yeah, other than like the really, uh, you know, the really cool history stuff around Philly and Gettysburg and what wanna, have you. I'm going to go have a real Philly cheesesteak in Philly and get some tasty cakes. That's all doable. 
Actually, you know, there's a Philly cheesesteak place in Burbank that I, sells Tasty Cakes. I do, and I try not to go there very often. I, I actually, I didn't think their cheesesteaks were very good. Yeah, they're all too, right. Too um, dry. Tasty Cakes are overrated. Yeah, yeah I said I it. What are you going to do? Revoke my Keystone card? But you know what's not overrated for those uh, East Coast treats? Middlesworth chips. Malamars. Malamars. Every time we go to New York, we grab a box of Malamars. I at least remember the last box. time I had Malamars. Pretty delicious Malamars. Wait, and you can't Malamars, get you can't the get little sandwichy things, right? Yeah, they're like marshmallow. See, um, I think when I hear Malamar, I think marzipan, and that's confusing oh, yeah. me a lot because marzipan is isn't it like a like a weird paste made of crushed nuts that's then shaped into fun little shapes, yeah. and then you eat those shapes. Sure, is that marzipan? Yeah. Marzipan. Marzipan. Um, um, yeah, I, Malamars. Yeah, I know I've had Malamars. I've never been crazy. And you can't eat a knockoff Malamar. They're, huh? they're a knockoff Malamar, like oh. a non-brand Malamar, is not worth it. It's not the same. Understood. It's just not the same. So, like, no Little Debbie Malamars, which don't exist, right. nor should they. Right, but you see, like, people... Cookie companies make similar things with the marshmallow and the chocolate and the little graham cracker. Yeah. It's not the same. It's got to be Malamar. I understand. I think they don't... Malamar. I think they don't... Um, they don't sell them on the West Coast because they'd have to go over the Rockies. They'd have to travel over the Rockies. And when you um, send marshmallow that high of an altitude... Right. It oozes out and gets hard. Isn't that weird? Yeah. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to Chew the Right Thing with Wes and Steve. That's pretty good. We're talking about uh, Wild Tales and Malamars. Um, well, we pretty much we pretty much like talked Wild Tales. I mean, yeah. If you still he, haven't seen Wild Tales, uh, we spoiled some of it for you, but there's still plenty to see. Is it the type movie. of movie you'd recommend? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have a, we have a, a buddy who's like. Like, comedy, 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 comedy all the time. Uh, One-time guest, Daniel Weiss. Yeah. And I kept saying, like, I really want you to see this movie. And he's like, I don't know anything about it. I don't know why you want me to see it. And I'm like, trust me, I think you need to see this movie. Well, I'll I'll uh, give it a thumbs up for sure. It's um, beautifully shot, totally worth seeing, and, uh, you know, keeps you guessing, which is nice. Yeah, I I always sort of describe it as, um, like... In some ways, like classic comedy, because the way it's written and yeah. like the reveals, the twists and stuff are are timed in that kind of classic comedy way. Um, but it's classic comedy mixed with modern dark humor for real. Because it's super dark and it, but it's really really funny. Yeah, um, man, I really like this movie. I'm glad we, I'm glad we we're able to watch it. Way to go, Wild Tales. Way to go, Wild Tales. What do we do next? Do we draw from the bucket? I don't know. Should we? Uh, is there anything else to talk about? Um, you know, if there is, we'll write it down and we'll talk about it in our next episode. I I thought of it. I thought of another trailer. I'll save it for the next episode. I saw, oh, I thought of another trailer I, seen, I saw recently that I really liked. All right, I'll save it for our next episode. Cool. If I can remember, I'm excited. Write it down. Write it in a note on your hand, and then when you find paper, write it on the paper. <laughs> okay. Or just the, write it on the, the slip the that I'm about to yourself. pull out of the... Yeah, email it. Text yourself that you, a reminder that you emailed it instead yeah. of your calendar. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, write it on the slip that I'm about to pull out of the Muppet bucket. All right. You want to pull a slip out of the Muppet bucket? Let's do this. All right. Here we go. There you go. All right. I'm reaching down deep. I want something exciting. Bucket. 
Fozzie is looking right at me on this Muppet bucket next to Beaker, and they both look very excited. I, uh, I actually kind of consider you Fozzie to my Kermit. Oh, I love Fozzie and Kermit. I, th- I think I got something. I pulled the bucket. I pulled the bucket down. Instead of him pulling the slip out, I pulled the bucket down. Ooh. What you got, homie? Ooh. What in the world is in that bag? What you got in that? Show me what you got. Uh, should I show you or should I just tell you? Just tell me. Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven. Uh, That's a major movie. I love Unforgiven. I saw Unforgiven in the theater with my dad. Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm glad that you're going to get to see it. And I'm glad I get to watch it with you. I'm glad that the loudest car in town is going Yeah, by what's up, car? Talk about a movie that takes place before cars. Yeah. Um, what are we talking about? Uh, Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman, Gene, Gene Hackman, Hackman, Madeline Stowe, Rebecca Romaine Stamos. You're just naming names. Constance Guerrera. Constance. I, don't think, I don't know if Constance Guerrera. Yeah, who's Constance is Guerrera? Um, I was trying, who's the wife on George Lopez's old sitcom? Constance Marie. Constance okay. Wu. Constance from Wu. from the current hit series Fresh Off the Boat is also an Unforgiven. How about a young what man? What I just said was untrue. Richard so Harris. Richard Harris. Yeah. The first Dumbledore. The first Dumbledore. Indeed. Richard Harris, star of Orca. Uh, I've never seen Orca, but Richard he... Harris, who sang MacArthur Park. Um. Okay. You remember MacArthur Park? Weird Al. I left. I left the cake Park. out in the rain. Yeah. Okay. You, then yes. Him. It's a good cast. It's 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 uh it's a it's 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 pretty pretty legitimate. Yeah. I was watching uh an interview with some young well he was young at the time British actor. Now he's probably in his fifties or something. But he talks about um uh you know, uh, uh getting his first really big role in London and you know, getting invited to go see Richard Harris on stage in London mm-hmm. by Richard Harris. And Richard Harris was like, we're going to go to the show. Before that, we're going to go have some drinks. And then we're going to go to the theater. And he goes, so Richard Harris and I go out and start drinking a lot that day. And we go into the theater and we're sitting in the audience. And Richard Harris <laughs> leans over to me and he says, this part's great. This is where I come in. <laughs> That's awesome. And they had drunk so much he completely forgot he was actually supposed to have gone, gone and gotten stage. ready and been in the play that night. Yeah. That's a hell of a story. Yeah. I'm happy to say in my theater days I never got that drunk. I never drank at all before plays, I'm happy to say. I never drank at all. But there's still time. Never ever at all. No, no drinking for that me. That is wild. I mean, I salute you. It's a wild tale. It's a wild tale. But yeah, I've just never met anybody other than you and good old Daniel who have just never... Had a drink. I salute you guys. Yeah. Kind of want to drink now. No, I don't. I'm fine. Feeling fine. Should we wrap up this episode of Wild let's, Tales? Let's do it. Let's meet soon and watch Unforgiven. Yep. Our next episode's about Unforgiven. If you've got questions, comments, or inquiries, text us at VTRT Movies. Well, tweet us, not text us. Yeah, don't text us that. Tweet that. us. You can also Instagram us, I guess. 
at VTRT Movies yeah, as well. That's Good the same, thinking. Same thing. Great thinking. Find us on Facebook. Uh, do we still do a Patreon page? Um, I think it's there, but yeah, we don't. I'll really, say this. we don't publish it really. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, they are all Patreon and now. So yeah, we might as well. All right, maybe we'll do Patreon. What's our Patreon.com slash? Oh, I don't know. View the right thing. No clue. Well, look for Patreon.com, look for View the Right Thing, and if you want to donate, we accept. Uh, yeah, well, I'll, I'll look into that, and maybe in an episode or two we'll... They're all Patreon we'll in these days, man. Yeah. No shame in it, bro. Yeah. No shame in the game. Oh, we should say hi to some of our international viewsters. Hello, international viewsters. Ireland, New Zealand. I've heard of both of those lands. Uh, Argentina. Really? Uh, hey, if you're in Argentina, we just watch Wild Tales. Mm-hmm. Let us know what you think at Australia. BTRT Movies. Australia, the great down under. Denmark. Denmark, where they don't have Australian accents. <laughs> nope. Uh, they say Germany. China. Deutschland. China. We have listeners in China? Yeah. We had a South Africa oh. uh, download recently. Oh. I mean, it could be just an American traveler downloading it there, but maybe hey. not. Maybe it's Charlize Theron. Theron. Wouldn't that be so Charlize Theron. Charlize, if you are listening, let's talk young adult. Come on, be a guest on the show. Let's talk about young adult. And if you guys want to, you know, if you guys want us to do something or you want a movie put in the bucket, yeah, tweet at us and we'll consider. VTRT. If we, if we haven't seen it, it'll go in the bucket. You know what some shows like to do? Patreon us and we'll definitely cover it. Sure. Booyah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for this episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. And thanks for watching. And thanks for watching with us. Bon Cinema.